Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. The phone number for your voicemails, 317-684-8444. It is 1033. We love hearing from you, of course. Now, yesterday, Rob, we shared a letter that I had received from James, who is our friend at the Plainfield Correctional Facility. He's in there. Yeah, he's in there. And uh, he wrote a very interesting letter to us this time. He, <laughs> he attached a magazine wish list fully filled out. Mm-hmm. And I love that you touched that with your bare hands i did and well the magazines were questionable in my opinion i'm sure it's what he was really into but you had asked the question um does does somebody read the mail as that's right as it goes out yes that's right i did ask that does it get approved by the guards there in the prison because like i was curious they said somebody has to be reading outgoing and incoming mail i'm not saying they could as long as there's nothing criminal in the correspondence Mm -hmm. that they would deny sending it out but somebody has to make sure that hey we're not plotting escape from alcatraz Mm -hmm. here i would think somebody has to be monitoring the mail right well we've got an answer oh great okay somebody called uh, to let us know i've never considered myself a know-it-all but i do know a little bit about everything and to answer your question about uh, the penal system Mm -hmm. if you send a birthday card they do a photo, photocopy of it, and that's what the prisoner gets. Um, the letters that you send, they get a photocopy, and that's what the prisoners get. They don't write with an ink pen. They write with what holds the ink inside, like a big ink pen, mm-hmm. the little flimsy plastic thing um, with the ball tip on it. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's very strict because... People, you know, if you if you were allowed to get a birthday card, hypothetically, somebody would spray that down with uh, meth or, you know, uh, some kind of hallucinant, you know, whatever, you know, um, or you know, pot pot oils, and then they just eat eat the eat the letter or the birthday card up, you know, and they get a buzz. That's why everything that you send them is photocopied, and that's why they're only or, able to order anything from the commissary and to get sheets of paper. Oh gosh. Uh, probably 30 sheets cost you 10 bucks. Wow. You know, uh, mm-hmm. the Snickers candy bar cost you five bucks, you know, minimum, a little two ounce thing of shampoo is like eight bucks. Life's not easy in prison. I've not been there. Thank God. And I hope I never will be, but there's a little bit of the ends that you can pass on to everybody or think about yourself. You have a good day. Bye. Yeah, we were wondering about that because he used like a, a form mm-hmm. that it looked like the guards would use to fill out paperwork sure. on as his paper. And then he had a card uh-huh. um, and then the magazine yeah. 
subscription paper. And he wrote on all of it like he wasn't. He didn't have a lot of paper yeah. available to So that me. makes perfect sense. Yeah. So there you go. There's this is why your... our audience is just the best audience. Where, okay. else you, where else are you going to get that sort of information? We've got another phone call about this. Somebody wanted to give us an answer. Uh, your comment on the letter from James. Yes, the mail is read before it is sent out to make sure nothing is going out. And it's also looked at when it comes in. Yeah. Thanks. So if you were to like – see this – so my question is, James had requested – Several magazines. Mm-hmm. Um, they appeared to be of a scantily clad nature. Yes. Uh, he had already filled out the address. The information. address. All he needed you, mm-hmm. you to do was to cut the check. Cut the check. Yeah. Would they allow James to have the magazine then? Right. Does he? I'm assuming James has been there long enough that he would know the rules. But are we getting like? I mean, or or is some prison guard going to have to photograph every single page these scantily clad women? Right. Like, hey, Earl, your job today is to scan the nudie mag. Photocopy, and <laughs> and really, if it's just a black and white piece of paper, is it as exciting? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this is this is why I, I try to walk the straight and narrow, Casey, because mm-hmm. I fear what life would be like. So in what the, this is in the prison system. what this is telling me is that some guard yeah. over there at mm-hmm. Plainfield Correctional, yeah, read that letter from James mm-hmm. to me yep. before it got to me. Mm-hmm. So that guard knows mm-hmm. that James wanted me to order him magazines. Well, I think you let the cat out of the bag when you set it on these very public, powerful airwaves. Mm-hmm. But yes, indeed. I think, yes. Because all the phone calls, the, to me, it was just common sense. We go, all the phone calls are monitored. Yeah. It, right? I mean, you see this all the time on court t- crime TV or court TV or whatever, where, you know, Fred was in the clear and then he made a phone call to his wife and where he admitted to doing the crime. Well, no, I'm not saying that it was. it's a secret that James is corresponding with me. I'm saying that now that guard uh-huh. thinks that I'm the type of person yes. who's going to order that magazine for James. Oh, you're not? No. You're going to let And this I guy- even told James that. I'm not going to do that for you're you. You're going to let James sit alone this Christmas season. <laughs> Boy. NMJ, Rob. Not my job. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, all right. This uh, this next call is a fella who calls, calls often uh-huh. and uh, very opinionated. Yep. And he's got some thoughts uh, about a lot of things. <laughs> Um, the, the primary, uh, the Gavin Newsom, Ron DeSantis debate, and so it's, it's just the ramblings of a madman. Is that what you're telling me? I don't think he's. To- I don't think he's a madman. I think he thinks about this probably as often as you do. Yeah, I just wanted to comment on the upcoming more of the uh, Republican primary. First of all, I did hear that North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum dropped out, and um, well. I'm sure most people describe him as a boring, you know, not worthwhile candidate. I actually thought he was I thought he was good for the most part. He wasn't my first choice, but I feel like if he had been nominated, he actually wouldn't have been too bad. So I'm kind of sad to see him drop out because he was probably one of the most civilized of the of all the candidates in the two debate in the first two debates. Speaking of the debates, I wanted to comment also about the, <laughs> uh, the upcoming primary debate. But first, the Gavin Newsom debate, Ron DeSantis won that easily, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Gavin Newsom, all he could do was mudslinging, and all it took was the poop map, and it was over right then and there. <laughs> um, but number two, the uh, upcoming primary debate from News Nation, um, I do think um, this is exciting to see. Now, I know there's going to be four candidates. It will be Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek, mm-hmm. um, and Chris Christie. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that uh, that Donald Trump really should get on the debate stage. I feel like if because the thing is, Donald Trump, I don't think he's doing himself any favors by skipping the debates. He might think 
um, it's just because, oh, he's up at the polls. But the polls, if he trusts the polls as much as Hillary did in 2016, I think history is going to end up repeating itself. So all I can say is this is a missed opportunity for Donald Trump if he wants to win more votes. I think Ron DeSantis will probably pull off his own. I think he did a really good job in the third debate, and the second debate was where he highlight. I think it was the biggest highlight, especially when Nikki Haley tried to go after him. I think he did a good job, and I'm pointing out that she probably wants to frack and drill in the Everglades. And I'll just put it to this way for Hoosiers, if you love the outdoors, you think Nikki Haley's going to stop with the uh, with the Everglades? She'll get the Brown County State Park before it's all said and done. I think that he wants to fill in for you when you're on vacation. This is the guy I was confused at the beginning. I was thinking mm-hmm. it was the guy who every phone call is about Trump, mm-hmm. that that one dude. Yeah. This is the guy. We're okay with this guy. He's the guy who called Todd Young the Duke of Spendingburg on mm-hmm. uh, C-SPAN. So yeah. we're, we're okay with him. However, I have now determined... Casey, um, what our what our voicemail segment has become. Remember back in the day, there used to be the Dear Penthouse section where people would just <laughs> write random thoughts and would you know send them in. No, tell me more, Rob. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> if you know, you know, right? And that's kind of what our voicemail segment has has become. We are the audio version of essentially Dear Penthouse, where uh-huh. people just come and talk about just kind of whatever's you know on their on mind. their mind. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Hey, did you see that that mayor from Montreal passed out on live TV? Uh, yes, you were telling me all about this. Just a just a straight flop. Valerie Plant is her name. Her and- name is Plant, and she planted <laughs> on live TV. She did. This is what it sounded like. Direct them to other kinds of, uh, of services. So I would... Um... There she went. Oh, no. She knew it was coming, too. Yeah. She could feel it. Now, they determined what the issue was. She just underhydrated. Well, okay. So this is what they're saying that her workload oh. was too heavy, and she's going to reduce her workload over the next few days. You know, can't, <laughs> my favorite. Thing she's about now this, doing fine. They say. My favorite thing about this show is you can't. We got to get Kevin a camera because Kev will smile at me when he has a vague. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I'm about to say. So, Kev, I, I too, have uh, done this before after a heavy workload. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was usually at about 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. You, I mean, you know when it's coming, don't you? Yeah. You, one, of the, one of the keys, Casey, and yeah. I, I know when you drink that $9,000 bottle of wine that you peruse for at the <laughs> bar, you probably don't ever get you know, a little inebriated. Are you she was drunk? What, no, no, no. What I'm just saying is, having been here before, one of the keys, and Kev will back me up on this, one of the... One of the real keys to being a pro when it comes to engaging in certain behaviors is being able to spot when the end is near and being able to find yourself a comfortable place Mm -hmm. by which you don't embarrass yourself. So like for me, for example, um, I knew that it would generally take me about five minutes to get to the parking garage. <laughs> and thus I had to give myself about a 15 minute leeway. Mm-hmm. So at like at two 30, if I knew the end was near, I had to give myself a 15 minute leeway. And that's, that's part of being a, tra- you recognize what I'm talking about here, being a trained professional. You're talking about a, a little night out on the town. Yeah. I'm saying, well, you know, even if it's in town, if you got to get to your bedroom, wherever, I mean, you just gotta, yeah. this lady just didn't plan <laughs> this out properly. And that was part of her problem. She should have ended the, 
the wrapped it up about you know ten minutes earlier, mm-hmm. she'd have been fine. She could have you know her couch or wherever that might have been in a back room, and she wouldn't have had rather to, than yeah. the floor behind a podium. Right, exactly. She was speaking. I'm I just mean, worried about uh, Casey. Ever since you started making her do the template, yeah. I feel like you're increasing the workload. On and, me? Yeah. And I'm going to pass I'm out one of these days? It's probably going to happen, Kevin. <laughs> it's probably going to happen.